Hey everyone, it's Bill Giannone here. Uh, just wanted to go over a couple of things with you on some thoughts I had. You know, for a long time, there's always been an expression and the expression really starts with a question. And that question is, knowing what I know now, dot, dot, dot. You know, I think it's one of the most dangerous questions you can ask yourself if you're a business owner. Knowing what I know now, we know what the next questions are. Would I do things the same? Would I have hired that person? Would I have made the decisions I made? You know, it's really, really unhealthy living sometimes to always be looking backwards, especially to be looking backwards and questioning a lot of your decisions. I'm a big believer in we are where we are today based on our decisions. So it's important to acknowledge those decisions, but we can't go backwards and change them. We made those decisions already. The only thing we can do is change the company or our circumstances today. But that's a little different than knowing what I know now, would I have? The would I have is the part that really scares me. And when a lot of guys get involved with the would I haves, that's the part that I start to say, don't go down that road. But let's just play the game out because I know a lot of people, I've already teased you with it. A lot of people knowing what I know now, would I have hired that person? Would I have got involved with that company? Would I have chosen to open that part of my business? Would I have bought that equipment or rented that warehouse? Would I have made a decision to travel to that loss? There's a lot of questions we can ask ourselves. Okay, so let's acknowledge for a second that it's all right, we're, we're asking the questions. Nobody thinks like me and you guys think it's a good exercise. So I'll play along. I'll go through that exercise with you and I'll play the game. Knowing what I know now, would I have hired the people I hired? I hope you're answering yes. But if you're answering no, what the heck is keeping you from getting rid of that person right now? If you feel like you would have not hired that person if you knew everything you knew, and yet they're still with you, that's a big, big problem. That means you are handcuffed by your current situation. And being handcuffed by your current situation is one of the worst ways to manage a business. Well, I'd love to get rid of him. I just can't. He's too valuable. Or I'd love to get rid of him because I'll suffer short term. Or he knows where all the bodies are buried. You know, those kinds of expressions. We hear that all the time. Again, we're defeatist thinking before we're even getting involved here. You understand that's defeatist thinking. If we don't have the courage to make a statement that I wouldn't have hired that person and be honest with ourselves and say, well, that means they shouldn't be here now. Then we don't have the ability to truly do what's best for our company. Now, remember, Making the statement, I wouldn't have hired him, is different from, well, I shouldn't have hired him, but I'm glad I did because it worked out. If you're looking at that person today and saying, 
I would never have hired them. It's usually because of a, some sort of negative reaction you're having when you're thinking about that scenario now. And if you're having that negative scenario, you've got to get out of it. Sometimes I think it's the only reason to do reflection and to do these lookbacks is to make sure that we're not trapping ourselves into what I call stinking thinking. Well, it's too late now. Well, I've already committed. You know, the idea of I've already committed is another major issue when we're running a business that is only done by unsuccessful people. Believe it or not, if you're the type of person who says, well, I'm going to go through with it because I've already committed, you actually think you're doing the right thing. You, you, you think you're taking one for the team. You think you're giving it your best shot when the exact opposite is true. You're building yourself up to be able to have a reason for failing. You know in your heart that person doesn't belong, but you don't get rid of them in part because your business mindset tells you, well, if I don't get rid of them and it doesn't work out in the long run, I could turn around and say, well, see, I knew it wasn't going to work. And you relieve yourself of any kind of guilt or responsibility for it not working out. That is stinking thinking. That's a mindset that is going to haunt you every day that you try to build your business. So instead of, would I have hired him? If your answer is no, your next question has to be, how do I get out of this? And how fast can I act? I'm not saying you turn around tomorrow and fire that person because maybe it is legitimately reasonable that this person has a lot of responsibility in a company right now and you will handcuff yourself. But the point remains, once you know you shouldn't have hired them or you wouldn't have hired them, you've got to take those steps right away towards undoing that situation. One of the first ways you can do that is by acknowledging you've got that problem and sitting down honestly and assessing the next steps. Most people solve problems. Most people don't design for the future. You have ideas about the future, but you don't take action. You let the future take place all by itself. And you kind of hope and pray that the future ends up the way it looked on paper. Now you've got to take action. You've got to figure out, sit down and figure out how you're going to get that person out of your company. It's not easy. There's going to be pain. Change always hurts. Change, especially change that requires tough decisions, always hurts. And most of the times we don't make those tough decisions because we want to avoid pain. It's either the pain of knowing you're going to hurt that person, the pain of having to confront the fact that you were wrong about that person, or even something so simple as you really did become friends with that person, and now you're going to have to kind of crush their lives, so to speak. I'm sounding a little overly dramatic because I want you to understand what you're going to go through in these decision-making times are very difficult processes. If you can embrace that now and you can understand, yeah, you know what? This is going to be tough. 
this is going to suck. Embrace the suck. Embrace the tough times. It will make it easier for you to do what's best for you and your business. And the personal goes away because the professional takes over. What happens if it's a division in your company? Hey, you know what? We started doing contents and we should have never done contents. It's just not working out. That's happened recently to one of our clients. They were making money doing contents, but the amount of hassle and aggravation it was causing the company was really telling them there's a problem. It took over a year to face that problem, but once the problem was actually faced, the decision was pretty easy. Within three months, they stopped doing contents. They found a relationship with a content specialist company who was going to handle it all for them. They were still going to make decent money on referrals while still being able to tell their clients that they've got everything taken care of and they all providing a full service opportunity. And you know what ended up happening? A lot of headaches went away. Not just nuisance headaches, headaches that were taking time, effort, and thought from other parts of the company. In the six months since that decision happened, every other piece of the company has grown. Not necessarily because that was part of the master plan. It certainly was, and there was a lot of dedication to following the plan. But in large part because the plan was able to be followed with a lot more diligence due to the fact that there weren't these constant stresses and interruptions from contents. When they finally let go of the idea of contents and came to the reality that it wasn't working for them, all other avenues of opportunity became much clearer. That's an example where true addition by subtraction took place. And then the company right now is doing far better than it ever could. But that was a reality. If I knew then what I know now, would I have opened contents? At some point, that answer became no, I wouldn't have. So the good thing is the company took action. It's not enough to have a realization. The realization has to be followed up by action. What happens if you're asking a question? Uh, if I had it to do all over again, would I have chased that storm? That's a different kind of reality. The reality is if your answer to that is no, you should probably understand that the next time the storm chasing opportunity comes up, you better remember that feeling in your gut now. Because there's really nothing you could do about it now. You've chased the storm. Maybe something went bad and you didn't get paid. Maybe you had a terrible relationship with some clients or some vendors. Maybe you had to sue to get your money. If those things happen, and if you said to yourself, you know, looking back, if I knew then what I know now, would I have chased? And your answer is no. The simple solution to that is don't chase next time. You know, how many times have we heard stories of compulsive gamblers or drinkers? And in that one moment of clarity, after a very bad outing, they say to themselves, that's it. I'm done. This isn't going to happen again. And you know, the healing of time is sometimes a double-edged sword because the healing of time works against people in times like that 
because after a couple of weeks or a couple of months or even a couple of years, sometimes that pain that they suffered kind of numbs out and disappears. And maybe you don't chase this year, but maybe next year there's an opportunity and everything looks great and you're going to learn your lesson because it's different this time. You've made, learned from your mistakes. You know, you're really, really going to have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, is that really the case? Or am I going to look back with regret in another three, four months? Let's use it as a learning tool. Let's use it as a discipline tool. And honestly, let's make sure if we're going to be one of those, if I knew now what I knew then kind of people, if you're going to be that kind of a person, it has to be towards progress. And going back and doing something that didn't work is not progress. That's regressive thinking. That's stinking thinking. Get away from that. So let's let make sure we understand this. I'm not a type of person who looks back, but if you are the type of person who asks that, knowing what I know now, would I have type of question, at least be disciplined enough to let your conscience be your guide moving forward. If those answers become no's, let's do two things. In the case of something you can change, ask yourself, why aren't I changing it now? and make sure you change it as soon as possible. If the case is something that you can't reverse, make sure you register that in your mind as a great teaching tool moving forward. All right, guys, I'm glad we had a chance to chat about this. This is Bill Giannone. Talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.